Hello, this is your fertility pharmacist. This podcast is for women who are trying to overcome infertility. If you keep a pulse on late-breaking fertility research, it could positively alter the course of your fertility journey like it has for me. This week's podcast episode involves a timely and pressing issue, health inequalities based on race. The inequality we're going to examine today concerns ectopic pregnancy, and it's based on a study from an ethnically diverse group of people who worked on and published on June 9th in the Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology. To give credit where credit is due, the name of these five authors were Georgina Smart, Oswan Tai, Junqing Wong, Reba Oliver, and Funlayo Adejinmi. This is the first study that has looked at how socioeconomic factors play into awareness about ectopic pregnancies. This was a very worthy topic to study because ectopic pregnancy is still the leading cause of death in early pregnancy, like first trimester. Most of these deaths result from getting care that's subpar, or the woman presents too late in the pregnancy after having lost a lot of blood. Therefore, all potentially pregnant women need to be able to recognize the seriousness of an ectopic pregnancy and how to access care. Keeping this information in mind, the authors wanted to understand if women had different levels of knowledge about ectopic pregnancies based on many factors, including ethnicity, income, and education. To figure out what these women knew, the authors offered up a voluntary survey, so nobody was getting paid. Now, a lot of thought went into this survey, The authors wanted to make sure that the audience was diverse, so they conducted the study in East London, where 48% of the population has what they called a, quote, minority ethnic background, unquote. This part of East London, Waltham Forest, is one of the most diverse areas in the UK. Beyond having diversity, they wanted sufficiency in their study. They wanted to make sure the survey adequately represented the women of Waltham Forest. So they calculated how many people lived in Waltham Forest, which was 270,000 people. Then they divided the population in half to estimate the number of women living there. Ultimately, after a bunch of calculations, they found that they needed 384 women to participate in the survey to have an accurate representation. Then they put a little bit of cushion in the survey in case some of the questionnaires were not fully completed. So they found 400 women who were willing to answer questions about ectopic pregnancy. True to their intentions, they wound up finding a pretty solid representation of women. More than half of the participants were minorities. 10.5% were Pakistani, 7.75% were Indian, 6.75% were Black African, and 5.5% were Black Caribbean, amongst other responses, which I've posted online. The vast majority of the women were of childbearing age. 83.5% of these respondents were between 20 and 49 years old. Regarding the results of the questions they asked specifically about ectopic pregnancy, they found that the participating women knew more about ectopic pregnancy if they were white, single, had a higher income, and had a college degree. They also found that ethnic minorities compared to whites had a higher risk of losing a lot of blood with the ectopic pregnancy. Breaking it down even further, they found that black women were more likely than whites and Asians to lose over one liter or 1,000 milliliters of blood. These results are unfortunately not shocking. A 2011 CDC study found that black women were almost seven times more likely to die from an ectopic pregnancy compared to white women. So yes, these results are heavy. However, 
One thing I liked most about this report was their call to action. They set out three recommendations on how to address these health inequalities they found. Their first recommendation was to target information to patients in a way they will understand. That means put the information in a language that the woman knows best. I am glad they brought this up because I'd been wondering about this too. I was wondering if the women in the study were understanding all the questions they were being asked. Did they feel comfortable asking questions about ectomic pregnancy and about what was happening in English? So I'm very glad the authors thought about this too. The second recommendation was to launch a series of education meetings in groups where women attend for further information. Makes sense too. The third was to get celebrities and the media to increase discussions around ectopic pregnancy. The study had also found that women who knew about a celebrity who had an ectopic pregnancy wound up knowing more about the condition. So having influencers talk about ectopic pregnancy could help to reach more women who are otherwise not necessarily seeking out this information. With those three recommendations, that concludes today's study. For me, it was saddening to think that any woman is bleeding more than another, or even bleeding at all, for something like this. But I'm glad the study was published. We need to know what these inequalities look like in order to change them. If you have thoughts about this study, please feel free to reach out at yourfertilitypharmacist.com. Thanks for listening. This is Your Fertility Pharmacist. Thanks for tuning in.